Today I'm going to show you how to disassemble a Mac Mini and install memory, an optical drive, and a hard drive into it. Before we get started doing that, there are some specific tools that you're going to need. You're going to need a terry cloth towel to place down on the surface to keep the face of the machine protected, a Phillips P0 screwdriver, a Phillips P1 screwdriver, and a common putty knife with a very flexible blade. And you want the thinnest and most flexible bladed putty knife that you can get. Now Apple does specifically state that this is the piece of equipment that you need to open up the Mini and you'll see in a moment what I'm talking about. Start by placing your terry cloth towel on your work surface, taking the Mini and placing it with the ports facing you on the terry cloth towel to protect it. Pick up your putty knife and this is where a lot of people get squeamish and if you're at all worried about performing this upgrade please contact us. We do do this service here for customers if they want. Insert the putty knife alongside the right edge of the Mac Mini and very gently lift up and you will actually hear all the clips cracking and popping as they release. Turn the machine around and do the exact same on the opposite side and you will find that the insertion of the tool is much more difficult because the seam is actually under a lot more stress and pressure now. Once you've got it inserted there, proceed with the exact same motion of popping the machine's case up and in and now you're able to turn the machine over and relieve, remove the top. You don't need the terry cloth towel anymore. Let me show you the inside of the machine here. First off we have the optical drive on top. We have the piece of PC2700 DDR memory on the side. The front of the unit. The side of the unit we have a fan. And I'm going to remove the top. The very first thing we need to do is remove three screws. The Phillips P0 screwdriver does a fine job with that. Once the three screws are removed, you'll now notice this machine is not equipped with AirPort or Bluetooth. If you have AirPort or Bluetooth in your machine, you will find that there are a couple of more components inside and a couple of wires to remove. On the back side here, you'll actually see a wire. This is normally taped to the side of the computer because I've already removed this machine. I had to remove the piece of Kapton tape. You can do the same. It's just a small piece of yellow mylar tape. Remove that and set it aside. And then lift up from the back, across the back of the optical drive, and the chassis is now exposed. Inside we have the piece of PC2700 memory, modem, and this is the processor's heatsink, and then right here is the PRAM battery. This is the slot that the airport card would attach to. It's a little riser card that has airport and Bluetooth on it. And this machine, like I said, is not equipped with that. You would need to be removing other components if you have that in your machine. Now here's the inside of the chassis that uh, we just removed from the top. We have a large fan. We have a two and a half inch hard drive and the five and a quarter inch optical drive. First thing I'm going to remove is the optical drive. If you're planning on replacing your hard drive, you do need to remove the optical drive. There are six Phillips P0 screws. There's two on the back that are on an interposer board, which I'll get to and show you a little closer in a moment, and two on each side. Once the six screws are removed, all you need to do is use your thumbnail 
very gently pulling on the front of the optical drive, it'll come right out, detaching itself from the interposer board, exposing the top of the hard drive. Now we need to remove the hard drive also to replace it. And the first thing that we'll have to do is we'll have to remove the fan. The fan is attached by three screws. Now we've seen some minis that actually have only two screws holding it in. Whichever your machine has, just remove those screws. They're much longer, but they're still a Phillips P0. And then the fan will actually hinge and come out. Its wires are attached firmly. You don't need to worry about them. Just un unwrap it. And now we have four screws to remove on the hard drive. Now these are a Phillips P0, larger screw. Or excuse me, a P1. Take out the four screws. Now notice this one, I'm actually having to go through the frame. There is a hole in the frame. And you might find that it's actually got a piece of yellow Kapton tape right here on the inside of the frame keeping you from pushing the screwdriver through until you remove that tape. Just remove it and you'll need to put it back in when you're all done. And the hard drive will come right out. Now, to remove the interposer board from the back of the hard drive, very gently wiggle it and you'll see that the connector is actually starting to come loose right here a little bit and the drive will come right out. To insert the new drive, line up the connector, fully seat it, and now you have to do a little bit of a balancing act to line up the four screws and reinsert the screws back through the frame. One, it's all downhill from here. Insert the screwdriver through the hole in the frame for the last screw. Make sure all four screws are firmly tightened before reattaching the fan. And now you'll see the fan needs to have its wires routed through the little corner grommet up and around this plastic hook and then back down into the frame making sure as you might notice these two wires just popped out you need to make sure that the fan wires stay in the hook so they are not pinched as that is showing right there reinstall the fan screws
And now we're ready to reinstall the optical drive. Optical drive slides back in from the front, and all you have to do is firmly press it back to the interposer board. Reinsert the two Phillips screws through the interposer board into the back of the drive. And then attach the two screws on each side. Last but not least, the only thing we haven't changed is the memory. To remove the memory, simply release the clips and insert the new chip. This is a 1 gig chip I'm putting in, replacing the 256 that came with it. To insert the chassis back into the frame, there are two little pins at the very front of the unit. And you'll notice when you set the chassis back on that the pins actually line up as soon as they're in place. All you have to do is press it back into place as I just showed you there. Install the three screws that you removed that hold the chassis into the frame. Place the top cover back on, getting the back seated down fully first. Once you've gotten it all the way down in place in the back, turn it over to the front. Using your putty knife, you can release the pressure on some of the clips. You might have to do that a couple of times. And the Mac Mini is now ready to go back into service.